today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oakfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man, who sponsored this fine program, uh, is with us once again. Hope you had a good week, Adam. Things going well? Bill, I have to say that, uh, you know what, I'm excited about what I've been, you know, this week we've had a couple phone calls considering how bad the storm was in Hamilton doing uh, duck cleaning and furnace cleaning and uh, specifically heard it because they listened to our show Tech Talk. And I, I was go. very pleased about that. So I just want to say a big shout out to all our uh, listeners of Tech Talk and choose to you so much and and, uh, and and give them a little bit of a high five in the fact that they're still needing that furnace cleaned, which is a good idea considering that, you know, uh, all that dust debris and again, animals, Bill, if you can believe this, we also clean animals. Sometimes little guys get inside that furnace and they don't manage to get out. So uh, we, not that I'm in the pest control business, but if you find in that smell or otherwise, this is a time <laughs> that you may want to give us a call at Vacuum In and get that furnace cleaned and ducts cleaned now. Good advice. Uh, and always, and by the way, no, the, yeah, the power of radio too. If, uh, small businesses, if you need to advertise and get the word out, uh, radio does it, as, as these people can t- test to as well. I, I, I want to start off with a warning today because I love it when you bring up you know, discussions about new topics and new products, especially uh, that can be very helpful to us. And I know Apple's come up with one that you that you're pretty proud of. The Air Tags, of course, it's basically a tracking device. Uh, for people that are, are sending stuff, et cetera. But uh, unfortunately, there's some people that are using these things for all the wrong reasons. That's right. Yeah, the Apple AirTags, which was really to compete against Tile, which able to link with your phone and in a cloud device that, you know, you lost your keys or, you know, you can't remember where you put, uh, you know, your, your, your remote control for that matter. Um, but it was really intended to be uh, an ability to find the things we commonly lose. Well, Apple came out with the product and the AirTags came out with such success that now they have reversed it. In the last month, the authorities have received many phone calls and complaints because they've discovered that females have found this device either on their vehicle, uh, on their in their purse, um, and they've been planted on them where individuals are tracking them. And so this is a this is a deep concern. Not only is sure. it a concern, but how they're discovering it is after. And this is interesting how Apple set it up after eight hours. If your AirTag has not been linked with a device, it lets out a humming noise or a, a signal to say it's not connected or it's you know kind of far away from from the device that's been uh, that it was originally linked with. So uh, many of the this is how they're being discovered, Bill. So what happened was uh, it's been reported the authorities, the police are trying to determine who is the original plant of these Apple AirTags. Um, even more disturbing to this statement is the fact that Apple has yet to discover a way to put privacy issues, meaning permissions on the tag to be uh, uh, set up. So meaning that right now you could buy these Apple AirTags, connect it, that you can uh, track it, and then the person or where it's going uh, may not know it's it's being followed. Tile is also dealing with this issue. So this great technology to help us find our keys has actually somewhat come back and, and it's had a reverse effect that it is uh, a concern that people are stalking or uh, using it without the permission of those that it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, tracking with. So anyway, just be aware of that with Apple AirTags. Great little exactly. device. And- However, they're a concern and there's not a solution for it yet. Not yet. 
not yet. However, there are the companies that are looking at problems and finding solutions to them, and one of them is uh, is iRobot with the Roomba. Now, uh, we've marveled about the Roomba and how incredible it has been, uh, and I know uh, we're we're kind of taking the the, the show into a, a, a direction here, but. Uh, that some people may not be comfortable with, but one of the ongoing problems, and I've seen YouTube videos, I've talked to a lot of people that have bought the Roomba, is that if you have pets uh, and the pet makes a little deposit on the floor someplace, uh, which happens from time to time, uh, the Roomba just plows right through it, literally, and spreads it all over the house. It's, 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 I know in your mind's eye, and I, now you've got this picture and think, oh my God, uh, it happens. And uh, Roomba is actually doing something about it now. Well, technology is getting improved, and it is. It's a fact that's uncomfortable, but it's a reality, Bill, is that exactly as you said, the J7 Roomba was announced at the CES show, and they're proudly talking about two features. One is that it will avoid the accidents that were uh, deposited, by the way. And further, it's got its own dumping station that is good for 60 days. And what that means is when it recharges and it's done going around your place, it then goes to its charging station and then empties itself out, meaning it cleans itself to get ready to go the next day. So it charges and it cleans out all the debris that it was cleaning up minus the the mess that it missed um so keep that in mind but that means for 60 days you don't have to clean your own Roomba the old versions now again this is old school bill where you used to have to actually empty the Roomba out yourself um and I guess many people were complaining well what's the point of it vacuuming if I have to just clean it well now you have up to 60 days that the new J7 Roomba will allow you to empty itself and before it will need to be cleaned. So uh, if you're looking for that solution and you just want to avoid those messes that were there or being sucked up for that matter, the real issue was, Bill, in the past, it would actually clean it up, not only just go through it. And that created a lot of problems for the device. So anyway, new and improved, our new robot from Roomba. You love robots. You've talked about them a lot. uh, And I know that you're always fascinated by them and you're always looking for the latest innovations. Uh, but as you've told us many times, uh, they're expensive. Uh, a lot of people would like to probably use them around the household or the, or the workplace, uh, but they cost an awful lot of money. Well, what's what this, the latest innovation right now is you can rent one. Is this like a timeshare for a robot? That's right. Rent one or hire one, if you will, is the word. Um, you can now pay by the hour uh, or lease them, if you will. Now, just to give an idea, like these, you're right, they're very expensive and they're very new. And during the pandemic, we saw a massive announcement of many of these robots taking great popularity. So, um, you know, as, as an example to this, a pizza robot that you can order and, and it was actually developed uh, by a, an engineer at Google was able to... Uh, Uh, And by Tesla, another individual, most of these big companies offshoot these, a pizza machine that makes the pizza, cooks the pizza, uh, sorts the ingredients and cleans itself, runs anywhere between $30,000 to $500,000. Now, as a small business, that's really out of the cost of which makes it prohibitive. No matter, you know, all the hours in the world of anyone at minimum wage would still take a while to pay it off. Well, now robots can be leased or rented hourly, and it works out to about $8 an hour bill. And these are being used by manufacturing plants for sorting materials, nuts and bolts and otherwise. Um, As an example, there's a tire robot that actually can uh, remove stored tires, uh, take 
and change from winter tires to seasonal tires. Um, and it does it all automatically. So uh, in this thrust of small business, um, the, the big issue is not to buy the robots, but now you can hire your robot uh, and be able to have it work and, uh, you know, obviously cash flow balance a lot of these small businesses. Why this is so important is, especially in the restaurant industry, um, you know, dishwashing <laughs> for that in instance, those robots, uh, food preparation we know of, and Flippy the Burger is now capable of being <laughs> hired um, to flip your burgers and cook it to perfection. So um, this could be a really good thing, Bill, when it comes down to, A, the fact that many businesses are struggling to find, you know, employees, um, yeah. but at the same time, um, they're not restricted to the fact that they can now provide a service or provide uh, that coffee pouring machine and and not upset customers. So anyway, the new fact is we can offset some of these costs by these companies by hiring a robot to do those those tasks for us. That's fascinating. And I know it because that was always a big criticism. Oh, you're taking somebody's job. Uh, they're having trouble filling positions. So this actually could be a big asset for companies trying to get back on their feet. Uh, and, and some of the overhead costs that they're going to incur. I want to get into this next story because this is this is very important. Uh, you know, we've all talked over the last number of, of years now about 5G network, and boy, we can hardly wait. And this is this is the, the Cadillac of, 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 trend, of uh, you know, information services. Uh, they're having some problems south of the border. Uh, the United States and AT&T and Verizon uh, have basically been told, just chill out right now uh, because of the impact this is having on the airline industry. Explain exactly what's going on. Right. Well, you know what? 5G is, is a bit of a confusing uh, network to be starting with. So yes, in the news, many, in fact, all the airlines bill in the United States have all written to the FCC to claim and petition not to turn on the new 5G frequency. Now, let me just educate a bit. There are three levels to 5G. Uh, there's low level, mid level, and, and the new high level or micro level, they call it. So the one we're talking about in the US that was about to be uh, launched is called the mid level. And that goes by a frequency. And so back into 2021, the FCC licensed to AT&T and Verizon, the ability to send out internet signals in the band frequency of 3.5 to 3.98. Now, that means that higher speeds, that's like 100 megabytes download, 50 upload. Uh, that is a step up from the 5G we've heard about in the last two years. So why this is an issue with airlines is the same altimeter, which is the device in the airplane, it actually helps pilots with heads-up display showing during fog or really bad weather environments how the visibility, where they are in the landing strips. So if it's really foggy or a storm like we had on Monday, the plane would still be able to land because it's using actually a four gigahertz up to a 4.5. The issue is it's so close to that mid-range 5G that it could cause complications, meaning the airline or the pilot would have misreadings and the they may not know how close to the ground they would be if they were flying through fog or a winter storm. So this was a big announcement. And so obviously it's concerning that do we really want a plane full of passengers and you know crashing into the ground because it conflicted with somebody trying to download kitty videos. So this has been a big debate. They're trying to resolve how is it going to be fixed. 
I also heard in Canada, this wasn't an issue. And I chuckled to myself, Bill, and I was excited to share this because, you know, uh, Canadian airlines and airports are not having this issue. And that's because Canadian 5G is still at the low level and it's almost comparing dial up to high speed. So let's not be proud in Canada over the fact we don't have that concern. Let's just be over the fact that we don't have high speed 5G yet in this country. So that's the reason if you're wondering why our airlines are not impacted the same way the U.S. is. And and by the way, in Europe, uh, they also run off a frequency similar to that, except they used a higher frequency uh, for these uh, 5G. So it's all about frequency, and that frequency is about speed. So we're not at the third level of 5G, but let me tell you, Bill, when that happens and when it does come, it's going to be really fast. 1.5 gigahertz download up to 300 megabytes, megabytes uploaded. And this is going to change our first responders. It will change uh, uh, political communication, radio communication. Uh, And I'll give you an example of why this 5G does need to update and does need to be improved. Um, Say a police officer was driving and, you know, happened to see or have a concern. It would be able to have multiple cameras at one time with high definition to see whether or not facial recognition, as an example, is a t- is an individual they would be chasing or a vehicle that they were able to, on their camera, follow, it would be able to send that communication clearly to the main office. So anyway, this 5G is going to be a bit of a circus and it's not over yet. We're going to have a lot more probably discussions of how it's impacted in other devices that are going to be uh, damaged or not able to operate once 5G starts launching in Canada. I got a couple of minutes left. I want you to give us an update too about what's happening politically down there to do uh, with well social media and online advertising, et cetera. You know, there've been congressional hearings and they've been going on for quite some time and you've been reporting on those. Uh, it looks as if they're, uh, they're ready to move with some legislation. How's that going to impact what's going on? Well, they've talked about legislation over the last three years when it came to what advertising information is being used by Facebook, Google, Amazon, and others. Well, the bill has been written, Bill, Bill, my bill, the Bill Kelly, the bill for the law has been written, and the ban is going to be officially rolling out, and it looks like it's going to get voted on, Bill, uh, that it will approve the fact that Facebook and Google will not allow for remarketing. Now, remarketing is when you go to a website, you're looking up, say, a pair of shoes, or you're looking up a car, and then you go to 900chml.com, and you just want to find out the news, and there's an ad on that website that says the car you were looking at is now 3.5% financing, or those pair of shoes now save $30. That's remarketing. That's what the Senate is getting very aggressive on, and the rules are going to change that will impact Canada along with the United States, that they will not be allowed to do that. Now, advertisers really rely on that. It's been a very successful, uh, uh, capable advertising platform. So when they roll this out, it means that remarketing will not be able to be implemented, meaning that you know they won't know or advertise to you similar mark or products or services you were seeking, but they will allow search marketing, meaning when you type in keywords or you're looking for a service, those are still allowed to come up in advertising. So it's just one element of that. Uh, 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 law that is uh, going to be very, very impactful, but it's a big one, Bill. This is really, really big when it comes to advertising. 
Uh, got a minute left. I got to ask. I want to jump ahead here, but uh, what's happening uh, with with Hyundai? Uh, you talked about the the Apple digital car key, uh, you know, key fobs, etc. But this is hooking it up with the foam, which is a pretty interesting idea. Uh, how far along the road are they on with, with this now? Well, this is goes into a bit of a conspiracy theory and a fact of rumors, which was, is Apple and Hyundai partnering together? And the answer is getting closer or the facts are starting to come out. Hyundai and Genesis are coming out now with an Apple digital car key. And what that means is in the iPhone Apple wallet, you'll be able to open your car and control some of the elements of your vehicle just with uh, your Apple iPhone. So it's going to start with Genesis, but it's going to roll out to the other Hyundai uh, products. And this is supposed Supporting so much, Bill, when it comes to the rumors of is Apple getting into the autonomous car industry? Well, rumors had it that Hyundai and Apple were working together to develop an, uh, an electric autonomous vehicle. I think this goes with a little bit more of a small little hint that we're getting there. BMWs already had this ability to work with older iPhones, starting with the iPhone 11, but this is a step where we're seeing uh, Apple getting more into the autonomous vehicle driving and the fact that we can expect to see more of this technology of Apple integrated into our vehicles. Uh, interesting stuff, and we'll certainly follow that story as it goes along. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1130, brought to you by Vacuman. Adam Oldfield, as always, thanks so much for this, my friend. Uh, have a great week. We'll see you next Friday. You too. Thanks, Bill. You betcha. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.